Hello, everyone. This is Tom Capone of Spoilers Alerts, and this is Episode 8 of the Oceanside High School Soccer Reunion with my very special guest, Gary Stephen, who is coming to us live from Greenwich, Connecticut. Gary, how are you doing? I'm doing great today, Tom. Gary, I hope you're not a Giant fan. I, I realize this, this conversation is taking place as the third quarter of the Giant game comes to a close. Are you a fan? No, I see. No, no, don't watch much football. All right. Soccer first, always, right? Uh, it's just way too boring compared to soccer. <laughs> so, um, Gary, uh, I, I mentioned to you in, in a previous brief conversation that we had that the Rosenberg uh, episode lasted about 33 minutes. And yeah. um, I, I don't know if, if we need to uh, keep that in the back of our minds or not. I think with all the information that you sent to me, I think it'll be easy to surpass that mark. Yeah, we could do what we feel like. Uh, right. I think uh, the Rosenbergs, they each got, what, uh, 16 and a half minutes each, right? <laughs> well, Andy might say he got a little less than Leon or, or vice versa. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, thank you for joining me today. Yeah, uh, it's great. I, and uh, I just want to say, you know, thank you for putting all this energy in. And thank you, brother. Jerry, what an amazing guy. It's, it's been nice. I've gotten to know Jerry a lot more the past three or four years than I really did in high school. And um, what a guy, you know? Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you that there is a, a byproduct for everybody. I believe uh, that this reunion has brought to everybody. It has brought players together, closer together uh, after 50 years. Um, and they've had a chance to reconnect. And it's just one of the amazing things that this game has done. It's brought, it brought everybody together 50 years ago, and now it's bringing everybody back together again. Yeah. Through all those years. Funny thing. The bonds run deep. Yeah. The, the, the game of soccer does have uh, an impact on us in many different ways. And reading through what you sent to me, uh, there are a lot of things that you touched upon about uh, the impact that soccer has had on you. Uh, yeah. I, I don't even know where to begin. There's so much. Um, but you talk about soccer providing life lessons. Maybe that's a place for us to begin. Soccer did provide some life lessons for you. You want to just talk about what you meant and then we can get into some of the other things that you shared with me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the big one is um, respecting people from other countries and what they knew about the game. And, and it was a way of uh, understanding uh, humanity in another way. And, uh, you know, we lived in our ocean side, but uh, what a fantastic thing to uh, become associated with soccer and, uh, it opened up the world to us. And, uh, you know, I've often said how much I've learned from people from other lands. It's just crazy. Mm -hmm. But you, you, you literally traveled the world playing soccer. Yeah, I was lucky. I got uh, invited to play with a uh, Pan American airline team in my uh, late twenties, I guess it was. And uh, it was, uh, they would pay our fares and we'd go, and enter tournaments in mostly in Munich, Germany. And we played there for a week, week and a half. And uh, there were other airline teams from all around the world that were playing. It was, uh, it couldn't have been any more perfect. And we had a, a wonderful team and a great coach, Joe Gantenhammer. Most of the players were German, but uh, it didn't matter. There were some other um, nationalities as well represented. But uh, we'd play Al Al, we'd play Lufthansa. Air Japan, just great games. Have you maintained connections with a lot of these players from uh, different areas around yeah. the world? Yeah, uh, it's been a uh, wonderful part of it as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And uh, we would also, uh, the same team, we'd fly off to St. Martin for a weekend, play two games down there, go to Switzerland for another weekend. Uh, we once went over to Germany for, uh, uh, to Stuttgart for the um, Oktoberfest, played two games, drank a bunch of beer, ate a bunch of food, flew back. It was exhausting, but phenomenal time. All worth it. Ah, God, just crazy times. Well, yep. the, the, the thing that has brought everybody together really is the celebration and the acknowledgement of the uh, 50, 50th anniversary of the Long Island Championship uh, game that you guys won. Yeah. Uh, and it's brought everybody back together again and it's been quite a journey for everybody and everybody has a story to share about their life uh, post Oceanside High School and and, and beyond Do you, why don't you uh, share a little bit about um, your introduction to, to Oceanside soccer and then where you went from from there sure yeah well you know at uh, Merrill Avenue Junior High School I, I mentioned to you we had the orange toed soccer shoes that uh, and everybody was thinking back then that you had to toe kick the ball right and that was a hard thing to get out of your mind and we had those hard leather balls it was just ridiculous mm -hmm. and uh i would remember sam diaconis was the coach and I, I think it was eighth grade i'm not sure about ninth grade and uh you know i do have a shout out to jim blaney if anybody knows of him he played soccer at merrill avenue Mm -hmm. And we can't find him. We've been trying to find him for years. So uh, putting the word out. We're looking okay. for Jim. And uh, Mr. Diaconis one day said to Jim and Alvin Whedon and I were standing there and he said, Jim, what do you like about the game of soccer? And Jim said, it's okay, Mr. Diaconis. I love to run and kick the ball. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was a moment. Whatever it is that soccer means to you, or well, yeah. So Jim Blaney, we'll have to see if we can find out whatever happened to him. Yeah, yeah. After high school, you know, he went to college and stuff. He had he went to Chaminade High School, of course. Uh, but uh, um, we, he had a bicycle shop for a while, but we haven't heard from him. So if anybody here right. uh, knows anything, I'd, I'd love to know. And uh, Merle Avenue wasn't all that pleasant for me since I broke my leg on that field from Ronnie Joel. And uh, that was a catastrophic injury, changed my life in a lot of ways, mm -hmm. changed the fact that I was a right footer and I went to a left footer, ended up being a positive thing in many ways and uh, went on, you know, took a year and a half out of my career, but uh, it's okay. Well, I was going to touch upon the fact that it, that particular uh, part of your overall experience with soccer did lead you to... Um, to recognize that perseverance and uh, discipline was an important part of it to, to come back after such an uh, injury, such as the one that you sustained. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, a lot of the players on the field will still remember the sound of like a breaking baseball bat. It was a shocker. Mm -hmm. And and that wasn't the only time that happened. No, um, with that same Pan Am team, we were in Munich and uh, we were playing a team from Wales and, uh, I got into a tackle and a uh, guy took me out and took the same leg out in the same exact location. And uh, so I went to a hospital in Germany and had a cast put on there. And uh, that, that was a, that was a tough time. The next day they brought me down to Bolzano, Italy. We had another tournament down there. I had to watch, but uh, 
all these guys had a cabin up in the Dolomite Mountains, the Italian mm-hmm. soccer team did. And we went up there for the night and uh, we, uh, they drank 28 bottles of wine. <laughs> these guys were wild. And uh, next morning they get up and they climb up in the Dolomites. They were all rock climbers, incredibly accomplished guys. So that was, uh, that was a fun time, but it was a bit painful. I hope you helped them with the uh, 28 bottles. <laughs> yeah, I think I might. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the the other thing, the other uh, impact of of, of that uh, was that you you learned to play or or to kick with your left foot. That became a part of your your repertoire or your you know part of your game. Yeah, yeah, it helped me out. You know, I I uh, you know it, it's kind of funny because uh, as you look back and you think about the progress of the game and and how we've understood the game you know back then we never were able to watch european soccer games on tv like we can today we really didn't know much about that game and it's actually uh it's it's humbling how little we really knew and how little i knew and uh, as i went on and forward and into college uh it's remarkable how much there was to learn about the game and how little we knew back in the day when we did play, you know, and it's kind of funny when you, you think of some of the younger players like Tony Higgins and Rudy LaMonica and Ronnie Atanasio, they were getting a better concept of the game than we had mm-hmm. being a few years older, you know, as soccer started to creep into our, our dialogue. Okay, Gary, just describe, describe a little more specifically what it is, because you talked in, in some of the notes that you shared with me about how different the approach was for you and what you learned about the game. It wasn't just attacking. What, what was the difference that yeah. you learned? Well, I think, you know, I played uh, um, peanuts football or Stallions football right. in Oceanside. Right. I absolutely love that and uh, have a lot of great memories of playing football. However, you know, the football psychology is you're just going forward all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think that that integrated uh, us so deeply that uh, we had to learn to pass the ball backwards in soccer. And I think it's people like Sal Schifalitti and uh, uh, Ralph Wershing and Ray uh, Wallace, who we nicknamed Crumpet. Um, these guys from uh, England and Germany who in Italy who knew how to move the ball around. Mm-hmm. It was an eye opener. I mean, God, they were, uh, they were just worlds beyond where, where we were. R- Ralph Wershing was, was incredible mm-hmm. to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Remember how many goals he would score playing for Baldwin. What a he was an all county player, but uh, yeah, it's just kind of uh, humbling. Right. It's a beautiful game. So Gary, I have to share this with you. I I think that you've uh, listened to uh, the other episodes of, of the uh, podcast that we put sure. out, and I don't know if you've noticed, noticed it or not, but I believe in every one of the previous podcasts they've all mentioned you. You seem to be the common denominator that have, that runs through each of the episodes that they, they wow. talk about you and, and the way that you played the game. Almost, uh, I think uh, Ed Kelly, somebody said that, that it was like poetry. Watching it was, was poetry in motion, something like that. Uh, I don't know about that. You know, I, I made up for my lack of soccer spil- skills with uh, some athletic abilities and some of, you know, my speed and stuff. I was a good runner. You know, I, I appreciate the shout outs uh, from uh, Steve Spitz and Leon Rosenberg and other people that have gone through already and uh, done the podcast. It's really fantastic. Uh, but uh, yeah, just a 
great period of time. Mm -hmm. what, a, what a great group. You know, I think every once in a while there's just assembles, uh, 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 assemblies of people that just are very meaningful. And that team was mm -hmm. certainly one of them. And, and it's, it's a lot to be said for Oceanside High School that you really can't put your finger on it. But what a school, mm -hmm. what a what a uh, an amazing legacy. And not not only in athletics, but you look back and I often talk about stories and people and what they do now to my wife. And she's she's just in awe of the accomplishments that have gone down with the people that have gone to OHS. Right. There really are a number of people who've gone on in. in one field or another. Uh, it really is amazing. Oceanside has provided a, a great number of people who have been quite accomplished. Um, you were also, um, you went from Oceanside and you went to Ohio University where yep. you uh, had a, a successful career there. Why don't you talk a little bit about that also? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Art Silman and I went out to Ohio University. We were actually roommates. And uh, we had a great time out there, became best of friends. And uh, uh, Ohio, though, was a real eye opener. Andy Smiles was a player coach. We had another coach as well who was, uh, uh, it, it's not worth talking about. Um, but Andy was a player coach. And I played uh, forward in high school guys might remember but um in college andy said you got to move to the back wall you've got to see how this game develops mm -hmm. and you've got to play back there to learn this game and uh he had enough foresight to do that and i played back there and uh started to develop a, more of a style and a better understanding for the game mm -hmm. um and andy was a uh, two-time uh, first team all-american and uh, we had another player on our team ed roberts too he was from monrovia liberia mm -hmm. Phenomenal player, two times All-American. We had a great team. It was another collection of fantastic guys. There was a great engineering department. We were such an international group. Um, just fantastic time. We had a lot of, lot of success. Great team. The thing that uh, I, I recognize in, from the conversations that I've had, that the, the love for soccer and being involved in the game um, extended beyond the high school experience and, and the experiences that you got from through college uh, you, could, yeah. you continue to play well beyond that yeah and i find that's yeah, amazing I, think... I, I i never really did that i was a soccer player also but my career ended when i finished you know in, in college i see yeah um well that that was uh yeah there was your regular life and then there was your soccer life and uh i i did play with a lot of teams i uh, when i was around long island for a while I got invited to play with the New York Hoda team, which had a beautiful field up in Floral Park, New York, and they had the, the German clubhouse and the whole thing. And uh, I started uh, playing with them. Then I was on their uh, B team, and then they moved me up to the A team. And uh, Helmet was to the left of me, and Helmet was our another Helmet was our coach. These were all a bunch of German guys, mm -hmm. and I started to realize how much I had to learn and how to really get involved with this game. And uh, what a beautiful experience that was. And it was from that team that I went on to the uh, Pan American Airlines team and uh, joined them. And that, well, then there was another team also that was uh, I was heavily involved with for quite a while, which was uh, the uh, Limbrook Steuben Club. Happened to be a German group, too. I don't know why. There were all, a lot of German teams on Long Island. Mm -hmm. But uh, we uh, 
we entered the men's open cup in, uh, I don't know what year it was, but, uh, we went all the way and we went to uh, St. Louis and we played against the team from Oregon. I actually scored the winning goal with that same left foot. I broke oh, the, the, I broke my right foot, but scored it with the left uh-huh. foot. I right. reused. And uh, so we won that game two to one. That was a, that was a great time. So yeah, it's always been with me, soccer. I never left it and uh, played a lot up in uh, uh, Ridgefield, Connecticut as well mm-hmm. with another group that played every uh i worked right around the corner we played for an hour and a half every day five days a week for like three or four years so i think all in all i probably played ball for 35 to 40 years so you're, you're not still playing now no i play volleyball now okay not as strenuous i i have a knee problem that swells i don't know what it is i'm gonna try to figure it out mm-hmm. but uh it's always something you know yeah so, Gary, the thing that's been, that's bringing everybody together, obviously, is the uh, the championship, the anniversary of the, of the championship season. Um, what can you tell us about your memories of the beginning of that season, your thoughts about the team? Was there any idea at the time that this team was going to go all the way? Did you, did you recognize the talent that existed on that team? And then talk about the actual, you know, the, the game itself, the feeling of, of having won the Long Island Championship and and yeah, anything at all that comes to mind regarding that reason why we're all coming together the way that we have been. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I'm sure many of us will remember that we came back after winning that game to the high school and the, the football team was playing. And I think we rudely all went on the field. <laughs> <laughs> we circled around the track and then we went onto the field and disrupted the game. Wait, this, this um, wasn't during halftime. This, the, the game was actually taking place. I think so. Yeah, I think we <laughs> we were a nuisance. I, I can see but, that happening. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we were so filled with ourselves. What what can we tell you? You know, what uh, what a great time! It was pretty nerve wracking going out uh, when we played that Long Branch team. You know, it mm-hmm. was. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's it's odd thinking back. You know, I I'm, unfortunately I don't have the recollections that some of the other people do about the games mm-hmm. or who scored and when. And all that stuff, but uh, well, when when the season began, I mean, did you have any idea then that there was something special about the team, or it just it just evolved and grew and, and became what it was as the season progressed? Yeah, um, I don't think no, I had that foresight. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, just a, a little aside, uh, I sure was honored once. Uh, I don't know what awards they were handing out, and I was the captain, I guess. So I, I had to go to uh, one of the affairs uh, where the county championships or whatever and uh mr wright asked me to you know he said oh just drive with me in my car and you guys might remember he 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 got that uh rust colored uh mustang i think it was Mm -hmm. uh, something close to a mustang and it was just so much fun driving up with him to the north shore wherever they had the uh, award ceremony um I i remember that evening he was uh he was beyond a special guy i remember Artie wright throwing his keys uh in the uh merle avenue gym across the uh gym floor all the way down to his office you know he he had so many quirky things yeah. about him yeah and then of course he he caught caught many of us stealing some uh <laughs> wrestling t-shirts and oh we we paid for that oh, i'm sure you did yeah. oh my god yeah. i don't know there were like 10 of us who were involved on this scheme and then we were all suspended for today for a day. We 
all ended up hanging over at the Jeannie G's house. And, but we mm-hmm. were, we were demoralized, you know, to let coach Wright down. That was, it was just yeah. not, not a happy week. <laughs> my, my favorite quote about from coach Wright, which he directed <laughs> yeah. at me, he may have directed it to others, but I remember it, him saying it to me and I still kind of quote him and, and, and share this with others. But he'd say to me, yeah, Capone, you're like manure at a racetrack. You're all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah where did he go who wrote his material yeah, I, I, I don't know but uh, he he's remembered for a lot of those one-liners and uh everybody remembers him fondly yeah yeah what a great guy i i uh brought my wife over to him before we lost him mm-hmm. just so she could meet the art so she had yeah. the pleasure of meeting him yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know I, and I know too, you know, you're running, having run track as well. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, by the way, uh, South Shore champion, the hundred yard dash. That, That's intense. What was your time, Tom? Well, I, I think it was ten o, but I, I yeah. think I remember Kenny Hendler saying that he, he thought it really was nine nine. But so I, uh-huh. I'm going to go with the ten o. But I, 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 I'll give you the nine nine. And then I came in third in the, uh, in the Long Island Championship that was held at Kings Point. Wow. Yeah. So, and, but that, and that was my only, really, my strength as a soccer player was my speed. I did not possess yeah. skills that other players had. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, yeah, it's a big one. It's, it's an important aspect of the yeah. game for sure. Yeah. So, Gary, after uh, college, then, then, then where did life take you? Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah. I, tra- I traveled for a number of years. Um, I graduated college. Uh, my, I did a uh, work study program my last quarter at college. I asked my English professor if I could do independent study, and uh, he said, "Sure, we're just you know write a proposal." So I suggested I build a teepee and live in a teepee, and he said, "If you you do that for four months and read ten books and tell me about the books, I read Eastern philosophy books." So. Uh, that's what I did. I collected uh, 19 uh, 22 foot long poplar poles, mm-hmm. skinned them all, took all the bark off of them and built a teepee and lived in it. And what a hoot. And, and where was this? This was in uh, southeastern Ohio, uh-huh. uh, outside of Ohio University on a farmer's field. I asked him for permission. He said, yeah, no problem. So you lived there for four months. Yeah. And, and what yeah. kind of conditions? What was the weather like? How did you how did you manage? Uh, you know, I got wet here and there. I had a lot of <laughs> lessons to learn. I, uh, my, my fire got, you know, I'd learned you have to dry your firewood and find dead, standing dead trees to burn, not green trees on and on, you know. What an experience. But, but it was a great experience. Yeah. And uh, I got my 15 hours of credit, graduated mm-hmm. college. And, mm-hmm. and then I had a job up in uh, building a house up in Vermont. We moved the teepee up to Vermont. I built a rack for my car. We drove up there and... Uh, Lived in the teepee up there for four months and built a house in, uh, oh, outside of uh, South Burlington, mm-hmm. and uh, that was uh, that was another wild experience. Where did where did that skill come from, the carpentry skill and, and ability to build? Uh, yeah, my my dad had a shop in the basement and he made wall plaques and small cabinets and things like that, and uh, I loved working with him as a kid. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I actually have a contract from uh, the Lennox shop in Hewlett for uh, making uh, 12 salt bo- uh, pipe boxes. 
I used to make them in pine and stain them for three dollars and fifty cents a piece, mm-hmm. and from dated from nineteen sixty four. That's where my woodworking career started. And, and you have a place now in in Connecticut in Greenwich. Yeah, we have a uh, a ten thousand square foot shop with like eight employees, and we uh, do high end interior residential work, and we do uh, for uh, clients up here. Mm-hmm. Um, what? And then we, we I know you know the name. Art. I know you know the name Arnie Lanzalotta. Yeah, you know Arnie. Arnie's been, you know, you go to kindergarten with somebody, you know them forever, and <laughs> uh, and uh, Arnie. Arnie's one of these people that is very nostalgic and goes back in time, and then really values his older relationships. And mm-hmm. uh, he was doing a lot of Fourth uh, uh, of July parties, kind of reunions with mm-hmm. uh, uh, Oceanside High School people. So it was really nice to get back into the circuit because I was traveling for years. And uh, well, I so, obviously uh, for those who are listening, I, they may not understand the connection or the reason why I brought his name up, but he does what you're doing as well. He does the exact thing, but he's got a company that's probably 12 times our size. And uh, he actually uh, throws us a lot of work when they're too busy, which is really nice. And mm-hmm. uh, we've had a great relationship and mm-hmm. best of friends go out to his house oftentimes and spend the night and have a great time with Arnie. I may have been at one of those parties that you attended during the summer a couple of years back. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I know. And uh, well, Ken Henler was out there once too. Yeah. And uh, Andy Skirbo and uh, yeah, it's been uh, and, and Limmer, great. Mike Limmer was that one. Did, what did you know, Coach Limmer? No, I don't believe so. Okay, he was at one of the parties that I attended. But how gratifying sure. that must be for you to to own a business and to to have a, a crew of eight or so people working for you and 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 making uh, products that that are become part of people's lives. They're, they're just... Yeah, it's it's been nice, Tom. I I always say that. Uh... I, I can't even believe people pay me to do this because mm-hmm. I do it for free. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. I, I just got back from the shop today. I was lacquering a job that we have to deliver tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And it's all at Tuesday and <laughs> it's just never ends. But So uh, Gary, you're, you're still hands-on. You're not overseeing projects. You're still hands-on with all the projects. Yeah. Um, what, what happened is uh, I was overseeing for years and I was doing mostly drawings on the computer Mm-hmm. Uh, of the projects that and doing that engineering but i just i couldn't sit anymore so we finally found a really great draftsman another engineer and uh so i'm just out on the floor making things because that's what makes me happy mm-hmm. happy so yeah i'm putting in 50 hours a week on the floor making furniture wow. that, that really is amazing do you do you find that any of the life lessons that you learned from soccer and yeah. from, you know, from any part of your, your education uh, manifest themselves through what you're doing now. Yeah, you know, I'm sure everybody can relate to the fact that sometimes soccer games aren't all that much fun. And, and you're playing and you're like, oh, my God, this is actually brutal. I can't get anywhere mm-hmm. where we're, we suck today. It's not happening. You know, right. <laughs> it's the same thing in business, you know, uh-huh. but uh, other days totally make up for it you know like this guy that we're currently working for uh where we're gonna install these cabinets this week uh, he's so wonderful and so appreciative and every time you send him an invoice he leaves a check for you at his house a bottle of wine and a thank you note <laughs> so it's uh it's a lot of a lot of bonuses mm-hmm. um one of the names that uh, has come up also uh during the course of these podcasts is ronnie atanasio yeah, and I believe he's going to be there. 
but there was a, a coincidence um, that you experienced back in uh, in 1972. Yeah, yeah. Our college soccer team, uh, Andy Smiles, was English, so we uh, we got it together and uh, went over to England to play for a week. We played eight games over there, and that was a beautiful experience. And then we were one day going through London Piccadilly Circus. And there's Ronnie Atanasio on the sidewalk. And I'm like, Ronnie, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's pretty crazy. You know, he was a few years younger than I was. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, that guy, though, we, uh, uh, and I'm sure a lot of people remember playing soccer at Oceanside High School in the evenings in the summer. Mm-hmm. Nothing could be sweeter. Mm-hmm. It was so beautiful. And, you know, guys would show up. Maybe we'd play four on four or six on six. Right. Ronnie used to show up a lot, and I, I can't tell you how many times he would nutmeg me. <laughs> <laughs> this kills me. What a, what a great thing that he went he went forward and uh, mm-hmm. joined the Cosmos and did so well there. Just fantastic. Well, I, it's my understanding that he'll be at the reunion, so we'll have a chance yep. to see him. Yeah, his uh, his family and my family were very close at the hip. They lived just down the block, and uh, Charlie Atanasio, Ronnie's older brother. Um, was a uh, best friends of my brother Bruce, who played mm-hmm. soccer for Ohio uh, for uh, Oceanside as well. I, I didn't realize you had an older brother. I know that I know Randy, but I didn't and realize you know Randy. had an older brother. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Bruce played soccer and track. You know, so I kind of followed in his footsteps in a lot of way. Mm-hmm. That. Yeah. Um, do you, do you get back to Oceanside often or not? Um, I do in the sense that uh, we get down to Arnie's factory to pick up things that they make for us or mm-hmm. things that we make for them. Mm-hmm. So, and when I do that, you know, like, like Arnie, I'm very nostalgic as well. And I just love driving around to the different haunts and yeah. uh, it just kills me. It's just amazing. You know, I, I love that. Love yeah. that. Well, like you, I mean, I, I mean, I live here, so I, I, I've experienced a lot in, you know, in 50 years, 55 years that, that we've been here. Oceanside yeah. has changed a lot uh, over those over the years. It has. Yeah. It's. Uh, I mean, it, it it had a lot of charm and it still does. But it's it, there's where, however and wherever it can be developed, it is. So it. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's different in that sense. Yeah. So uh, you know, it's funny. I was playing with this New York Coda team, and uh, I asked if uh, we had a game on a Saturday morning, and uh, I asked if I could skip the game because I had something going on and uh, the coach said okay he wasn't happy about it and what I actually had going on was a tryout with the New York Cosmos when Gordon Bradley was the coach uh. I don't exactly know how that uh, initiated mm-hmm. so I went to uh, to the Cosmos field got dressed walked out on the field with them and uh, to scrimmage another team mm-hmm and the other team was New York Hoda, my real team that I played with. That I just deceived and said I was not able to come to the game. <laughs> so how I did that hammered. go? I got hammered. It was a terrible day. <laughs> and the coach was super pissed yeah. off. And I was a target. Oh, man. Needless to say, I never got invited to play for the Cosmos. It was a disaster. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. You know. Yeah, absolutely. So, Gary, we're we're looking at just uh, a couple of weeks. It's going to be here before we know it. November seventeenth, yeah. the reunion, and uh, the number seems to be growing each and every day. Jerry keeps me posted on uh, 
uh, you know, when other people are submitting their tickets and expressing an interest in being there. So it's, yeah. it's going to be quite an evening. It is. And um, it is. I'm looking forward to seeing you know, all of the guys I've had a chance to talk to this way. But I, I've, I've met everybody um, through the years in one way or another. But I, I was at that game uh, back in 1968. Yeah. Right? And I was there with my father, and, and we were there to witness the, uh, the reason why we're all going to be getting together. <laughs> so awesome. You know, and a shout out to your father, too. You know, what a supporter. What a, what a, how lucky are you guys to have a dad like that? Yeah, you know what? We, we were very lucky. He, um, he managed to get to just about every game. It's amazing. Yeah. That is really amazing. And and he will be there. So I, I know he's looking forward to it. Oh, that's great. We'll give him a great seat. Gary, just before, um, before we go, though, yeah. your family, you, you have uh, daughters? Yeah, I have. Are they uh, soccer players or not? Uh, my son, Travis, who's like 29 now, he played soccer, but it wasn't quite his game. Uh, he actually moved into rowing and, and eight-man uh, crew boat. Uh-huh. He did that through high school and into college. He went to Lehigh. Uh-huh. And uh, that's a tough sport. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then my uh, middle daughter, Hannah, is a fabulous artist. And mm-hmm. uh, she's 24 or so, 25. Mm-hmm. Great kid. And uh, my daughter, Alice, uh, works in the city. And she's still living with us now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, yeah. I, I, I didn't realize you had a son. So you have three kids. Three kids. Yeah. All right. Um, my daughter just started working in the city. And she loves being there. I, I imagine your younger daughter yeah. enjoys it, too. Nice to hear. And, uh, and and just an aside, you know, my wife joined my business 30 years ago, kind of when we got married and uh, it pretty much runs the place. <laughs> I, I couldn't have done it without her. She's she's just amazing. You know, so. Uh, well, I hope she hears the shout out. Yeah, I'm sure you I'm sure you let her know all the time what <laughs> what she means yeah. to the business and to you. Well, you, you know, know, you know what we've accomplished here? I, I, I think that we've uh, exceeded the um, the Rosenberg. Rosenbergs. Yeah, oh, I think we've we've surpassed them. Well, that's interesting. You know, I, I I'd like to though, you know, shout out to to Rudy Lamonica, Bill Happ, Mike Puma, Jim McNamee. We lost a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Just amazing. You know what great people and uh, yeah, it's uh, life goes on, but uh, it's sad. Well, I, I appreciate you um, acknowledging them also. And uh, and I, I really thank you for taking the time out of a very busy day. I know that you are busy with everything, but I appreciate this. And I know everybody's looking forward to hearing episode eight and um, also looking forward to seeing everybody in, in November. Yeah, that's it, Tom. That's right. great. Well, I thank you so much, so much as well. And uh, this was a real pleasure for me. I, I love thinking about the old days. Yeah. Cannot wait to see everybody. I, I think that night's going to go. Way, way late. Way <laughs> We're going to have to have another place to go to after we. They I, I don't know what my brother's going to do once that <laughs> reunion is over. This yeah. has been all consuming for him in a very positive way. He's really enjoying exactly. it. And, and it, he's, his passion has become everybody else's passion about this, too. So yeah. that's all up to him. Something yeah. else. Yeah. OK. All that's right, Gary. Thanks a lot. We'll see you soon. OK, Tom. Take thank care. you so much. All right. Bye. Bye.